dear listeners, lazy part of the I just found that the worst quality of my producing partner, Sim, <laughs> is that he's like the breast chicken man. I have no problem with you being a female breast man, but I have a horrible problem with you being just like a strictly chicken breast man because it really it's it, because it doesn't have as much fat. It doesn't. It doesn't have the fat or the flavor. But, uh, yeah. but I'm the opposite way with steak because I don't like filet mignon, which is very popular, and that because that has the least amount of flavor, the least amount of no, fat. I know what also what it is. When you were going on a ton of dates back in the day, <laughs> <laughs> your dates would order the filet mignon. Come on, you know I'm right, <laughs> and you would be so annoyed because it's so expensive. No, what I realize about you know dates and here's the thing. When you're going to go out to dinner, food, I feel like, is like the negligible, negligible cost. It's, it's really the amount you drink because no matter what you order, it doesn't matter because every time you order a drink, it's 15, 16 bucks. So the food at the end of the day doesn't really do anything Still. to the price of the final. It's always the alcohol. Tiffany? You can go anywhere to eat. I, I disagree. Really? <laughs> I, I thoroughly disagree. But that might be because I bring my own drink to the restaurant. <laughs> On the first date, I want to let him know that I like to save money. Do you have a little thermos? So I have like a little little vat. You know, a little, 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 yeah, little thermos, little flask that say she ready on it and it got peach Ciroc in it. And I just pull it. I'm like, you want some? You just get, some, get us some cranberry juice. Uh, <laughs> I got the vodka, baby. Well, dear, you, you've dear, done that before on, yeah. a, on a first date? Mm-hmm. Dear listeners, uh, my guest tonight is Tiffany Haddish and she is the, the leading, the lead female in Keanu. Um, the movie that, uh, that we did, girl, we in it. And I gotta tell you, I could not love her more. And the more she reveals herself to me, the more I just love, love, love. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love, love, love you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, so Tiffany, will you uh, will you tell us a little bit about? Okay, so we met in um, where was it? It was outside of New Orleans. Yeah, we were in Louisiana somewhere. And you guys have been shooting Keanu for quite a long time. And I was, I came in to do a cameo, uh, like, oh, like maybe your last, like one of your last days. Of shooting. Yeah, it was our last week. Yeah. And you were just so kind and lovely to me. And I was just so, I was so thrilled to be there because I got to be a really insane, you know, horrible. Can we, can we talk about that for a second, please? Because so... We went to go see the movie. Tiffany, we went to go see the movie last night. And mm-hmm. I didn't know any... I mean, I knew that she was in the movie. I knew that it was a cameo. It was an unbilled cameo. And I knew that, you know, we were, there were everyone was trying to keep it a secret, even mm-hmm. though all the reviews talked about it, because her performance was absolutely insane and incredible. Yes. Oh, and it, it was so good. I told you. Didn't I tell you that? You, no, I said you she did. was good. You did. She's my unpaid intern. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it was seriously like... I was blown away. I mean, I wasn't surprised because you you you've done that. No, you haven't done you haven't done that character before. But you've played crazy characters before, like in Just Friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it's but so, this this took it to another. It's level. so rewarding, and to get to work with with those guys and and you and you, Tiffany, in particular, made me feel so welcome and loved like i feel like the moment I, like i was in hair and makeup the you know whatever uh hair and makeup trailer like i think we were doing night shoots so it was probably like 5 mm-hmm. p.m and you came in and you were so 
gregarious and funny and you made me feel because it's always nerve-wracking to go into um to be a guest Mm -hmm. in somebody else's environment and you made me feel really wonderful well that's good because I'm gonna tell you right now I was trying everything in my power not to be a groupie I want to be like girl when you was girl girl let me tell you I went to see your one movie I made out with this dude the whole time I was like I love this bitch like (laughs) everything in my power not to act like a groupie because I feel like I grew up with you I felt like watching you and everything and so when you when you were there I was so excited and I was just like I'm gonna treat her like she's been my friend for years oh my god and you made me feel that way because you were a friend so to me good. you didn't know that but you like brought a lot of joy oh to me God. throughout the you, years i just i love i just i like <laughs> it is like instant love instant love instant love so i'm just like i and then you came over a few nights ago i had a few friends over dear listeners i wanted to have you guys over too um but uh, but tiffany came over sort of last minute and it was just so just so great to be able to you know, connect with her and, and she's just an incredible person. I really am excited for tonight's episode because, um, you, or I guess we, I always say tonight, but we release during the day. Tiffany, would you mind telling us a little bit about your amazing story? So, you guys, listeners, people out there in the world, (laughs) people all over the world. So, um, look, I'm from, uh, my name is Tiffany Haddish, and I'm from South Central Los Angeles. That's right, baby, born and raised. And I've been through a lot of different things in my existence, and I feel like all those things made me a better person. Like, um, my mom, she had a really bad car accident, and she ended up being not mentally capable of taking care of me and my brothers and sisters and I remember when the accident happened I had to be like I was like instant mom you know I was about nine years old almost 10 and um, you know I was everything that my mom had taught me I was basically teaching her so because uh, she had lost her memory. She wasn't able to walk. It took her like months to learn how to walk again, learn how to talk again. And so everything she taught me, I taught her. Like she taught me how to tie my shoe. I taught her how to tie her shoe. She taught me how to make hot dogs. I taught her how to make hot dogs. Like, but at the same time, I was taking care of my two sisters and my brothers. And it was like super stressful right and then we ended up in foster care because I guess I wasn't a great mom at freaking 11 you know I really tried but (laughs) by the time we were 12 you know the um, I'm 39 and I'm (laughs) quite possibly an atrocious mom I doubt it not true I highly doubt it I mean I was I was putting the smack down on my brothers and sisters like oh you don't want to wash them clothes up I don't care if you're six. Do the laundry. Like, but that's a lot. Yeah. How many How many brothers and sisters? I have two sisters and two brothers. Okay. And so um, we all had like our chores and stuff. And we were still in my mom's custody. And it was like super difficult for her because I guess once you lose your memory and stuff, like, and you get all that back, like you have like a horrible concussion, like when your head goes through a window, you know, um, of a car at high speed, you're, you're going to be different. And the doctor told me, like, I remember... When when she came out the hospital the day she came out he pulled me to the side and he said your mom is never gonna be the same person that she was before you know but you're just gonna have to grow up wow. and be strong and just help mm-hmm. her whenever you can that happened when you were 11 yeah no that happened when i was like nine almost so 10 years old you're nine years old and the doctor says your mother is never and going to be the same she's person. never going to be the same 
And he was right. I feel like she got demonized or something. She was like, at first it was cool. You know, it was like she was learning everything all over. And then after about a year, she became like this mean, evil person because she couldn't figure out. Like, she was a smart woman. By the time she was 27, she had two houses. She had her own business going. She was a manager at a U.S. post office. You know, she had all these fantastic things going for her. So it was like now all of a sudden, boom, you it's like everything kind of shut down. She can't move like she wants to. She can't talk like how she wants to. So then she's, you know, when you can't figure out words for stuff, you have, you start swinging on people. Mm-hmm. So she would swing on me. Then I would swing on my brothers and sisters. It's like a vicious little cycle. So then we go into the foster care wait, system. Wait, wait, wait. Swinging? Yeah. That means punching, socking, busting you in the face, <laughs> knock out a baby tooth. You know, okay, swinging. No, no so wait, I want to actually, this goes, <laughs> I want to get into this later, segment later. Um, you want to learn, you, you, learn some yeah, words? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, but we're we'll, we'll going. She so swung I, on me, man. She was swinging on me. That means she not not like she, I had my arm out and she was yeah. swinging so she, back and forth. No, happy. she was like she's not taking you to me in the mouth, like full fist, you know, to the chest, like ah. Thanks to her, I know how to fight. You know, I know how to fight real good because of her. I really appreciate her for that. That's one of the main things she did teach me how to whoop some ass. I got to tell you, so my mom, you wouldn't think it. But uh, and I, your story is way more interesting. But my mom did; um, she got vicious sometimes. Mm. I don't know if I could say that she was swinging, but there were times, <laughs> there were times that she was uh, close, and there were a couple of little incidents. <laughs> no, and I will no. Not, well, I won't go. Whatever. But 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 she it was choked good. you, huh? She choked you. <laughs> She choked you, huh? That's, 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 that's why I'm a little dumb. <laughs> yeah, that's why I play all those dumb, dumb, dumb girls. But no, no, no. But she, but she did, she did like express frustration in the in like a you know an incredibly vocal, uncontrolled way sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and I and I do think that she, but in in a way, it made me step up. To the plate, and it, I don't know if that's. I'm still sort of wrapping my head around sort of this this kind of articulation, but um, but she she made me. She expected a lot out of me, mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. And as I am to my mom, I'm grateful. You know, I mean, I don't think she really wanted to put all that on me, but I'm glad that I I, I carried that weight for. Her. I'm glad that. Everything that I learned, I'm so strong now because of it. You know, at the time I was, I used to be like, I hate her. I hope she get hit by the ice cream truck. Like, yeah. <laughs> get so mad. The ice cream. Yeah, the ice cream truck. truck would come through, and they hit kids every now and then. No, I'm like, like wait, the ice mama. cream truck yeah. hits kids every now and again. Yeah, every now and then they come <laughs> because they jump in front quick. because they were so excited yeah. about the ice cream. Yeah, yeah they come running. They come running across the street, right? And then right. they don't like wait till the truck pass. They try to you know cut the truck off and then get hit by the truck. You seen that happen? You seen that? Yeah, yeah happens to at the least kids are the they time. Like, like bad accidents where they're like they need not, to go not so bad usually they just get like a popsicle got a little broke arm or something like that but they get a the, free, the, get free the, popsicles the, the, and i, I yeah, if you have like a broken week. arm here's a free popsicle go yeah, on your way yeah for a few weeks you know, that's what's up. <laughs> in the summer you got free ice cream the whole summer <laughs> sorry i hit you and broke your arm with my ice cream truck here's a bunch of free popsicles yeah, last in the summer and then it's usually like some foreigner that don't even have like a driver's license or nothing so they really trying to look out you know they're like ah here 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 here. how about a big pickle for you too you get the ice cream and some pickles how about that wait why are there pickles yeah, in the pickle. ice cream truck? oh my god those pickles on the ice cream truck are the business you have pickles on an ice cream truck i think yes. it doesn't make any sense why would they get so because both? in the hood there's a lot of women that's pregnant hello <laughs> 
and they like ice cream and pickles. <laughs> that does make sense now. Duh. No, I, I had no idea. I had no idea. Y'all live in these hills. I can't no ice cream truck come up the hill. It's too much. It'll take you too long to run out to the truck. Well, so, I, so I spent the first six years of my life in Baltimore, like outside of Baltimore. Um, and my, my dad, I think he, so he was a professor at this, uh, at this, uh, at what's now called Towson State University. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he made $17,000 a year, which was, you know, I mean, I, I, at the time, you know, growing up, I had no idea that we were on a lower income level or whatever. I knew that I got hand-me-downs. I didn't care. Um, and we never were well, hungry. Let me ask you this. When you ever got hand-me-downs, did you feel like you like took on somebody else's magical powers? Oh, I loved getting the bags of oh hand-me-downs. My God. I used to, oh, my God. We had we was going to this like this Kingdom Hall, right? My grandma, she was a job with us, so we was going to this Kingdom Hall when she got custody of me. And there was this girl. Her name was Megan, and she was fine, right? All the dudes used to be trying to talk to her and stuff. She had big Megan? titties. Yeah. Any girl black, named Megan Black chick is named hot. Megan with long hair, everything, right? She had long nails, all that. And then she she would give my old her old clothes she would give to me and then i felt like i had long hair and big titties but they never came in but i would wear her dresses <laughs> like they was brand new <laughs> tiffany you're looking hot thank you i glued these lashes on myself watch the youtube video <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah but no but then now so anyway we've had like and chris my husband grew up you know, like we both didn't grow up with a ton of privilege necessarily. I mean, I, I, like my dad, uh, after we moved to Seattle, he got a great job at an advertising agency or, you know, whatever. So there was a lot. But, you know, there wasn't a ton of privilege. And Chris had sort of had the same experience, especially maybe even more so to some degree or whatever. But... um but yeah, but like the so the ice cream truck and, and living here um, up in Hollywood and everything is something that we love on one hand because it's nice and we get to live our dream and everything. But we also want Jack, our son, to be able to we want to you want him to suffer a little bit so I he do. can appreciate. Yes. It. Well, yes. let me babysit him for two weeks. <laughs> I'm still hood adjacent. Okay, so if there's you, still ice cream truck to come down my street. G- sorry, yeah. I, d- I, d- I didn't mean to go stray. Um, but because but yes, okay, yes. I, I, I want, want him to, to understand what he got. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. That's exactly well, what I want. You gotta just to let him come visit me when he get about six, seven. Then you have him come and hang out with Auntie Tiff. And what you, what I, you I'm gonna do? take him to the hood. What are you gonna? What are you we gonna, gonna show go him? We gonna go over my cousin's house. That we can see some roaches and stuff. You know, he gotta really. I exp- love it. Like, get yeah. some real experience. But Jack is gonna love the roaches, by the oh, way. Oh, he'll love them. He'll love the roaches. He'll be like, he'll, studying he'll, the roaches. Yeah, he'll probably pick them up and start asking you questions about the roaches. <laughs> about or he'll try yeah. to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll stop. Well, listen, I'll take him to the. Wait, hood. Listen, we have roaches here. It's gross. <laughs> no, y'all probably have water bugs. Y'all probably have beetles. <laughs> <laughs> you guys probably have like. Are beetles like high class roaches? <laughs> what is? It? Yeah, beetles are. High High class roaches. That's when the, you know once you get higher in the hills, you, the roaches don't go up to the hills. You know why the roaches have survived for hundreds and thousands of years? Because they get underground. They stay in the lower yeah. part of town. They go where the crumbs is at. They go where the crumbs. There's no crumbs here. Okay? As soon as you get this high, it's just beetle territory. <laughs> Only beetles. You got. You might have a potato bug or two. <laughs> Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping 
and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, but wait, Tiffany, will you tell us more? I'm sorry, I got to Okay, so Foster, can we go back to that? Okay, so foster care. Foster care was a super uh, interesting experience. Some people would say foster care is the most horrible thing in the world. I personally think it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I learned how to handle so many different types of emotions and feelings at such an early age. Like when uh, we first went in, uh, I remember my two sisters being put in a home and my two brothers being put in in their home. And I had to be put by myself because there wasn't enough room for me to be in either place. And so I told the social worker, like, I'm going to go with you. I need to know where they are because I basically take care of these kids. And I remember feeling like, dang, she's taking us away from my mom. But really, I felt like she was taking them away from me. Mm-hmm. Like I was a bad mom because I really considered my mom like another child. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that, that must just, have been so hard. Oh, it, it, you know what? When I think back about it, it probably it didn't feel like it. It felt like that's what was supposed to be because I didn't know anything any different. Right. You, you know, because you adapt. Yeah. You adapt to your environment and you fit in. And it's like I didn't realize my shit was like so fucked up until I started like hanging out with other kids and being like mm-hmm. and going to school in Woodland Hills, California, you know, and being around white people for the first time and thinking I was at the Nickelodeon Awards because <laughs> I thought all white people lived in TV and they like play, you know, and then they was in the hood, but they were strategically placed like, you know, all the police, I thought they were from Chips. You know, I thought they were from that TV show. The teachers, I thought they all worked for PBS. You know, it's just like everything. Like I had, I had in my mind associated everything with what I saw through television, and I think that's probably why I want to be a part of that medium because really it helped me to develop and shape my existence. And so, like when we went into that first foster home, I remember um, I dropped my sisters off, and the social worker was smoking weed in the car, and I didn't even know what weed was at the time. My mom didn't do drugs or anything like that, so. I, I I thought she was smoking stanky ass cigarettes, right? And then she mm-hmm. takes my brothers and um I never forget when she dropped my brothers off. My baby brother, he couldn't talk that good. And he all he could say was mama, mama, mama. And that's what he was calling me. And I was always trying to tell him, No, you say Tiffany. Say Tiffany. If you want me, you say Tiffany. And he was like two and a half. And so um we take him into the house, whatever, and we leave. And here comes my little baby brother. He's on two and a half trying to run down the sidewalk. And he's like, Tittany, Tittany, no, don't leave me, Tittany. Oh. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, at first, I wanted to cry so bad because this is his first time saying my name and we're being separated. And then at the same time, I'm, like, so happy because he calling me Tittany. Like, he think I got big titties. Like, I'm feeling <laughs> have breasts. You know, I'm feeling all proud of myself, you know. Like, and, all, like, and I just feel like I taught him something and I hugged him and I taught him I'll be back. So um, we leave, and then my social worker, instead of taking me to a house, she takes me to uh, the McLaren Hall, which is like, it's the worst. Like, it, I don't know if they're still running the place now, but back in the days, like, I did my research on the place, and it used to be a place where they would take kids whose parents was like, you know, criminals, or they had mental disabilities or whatever, and they would like, you know, do all kind of crazy stuff, like fix you, sterilize you, and stuff like California was like the leading uh, 
state and in the world of sterilization of children especially like black ones and so um it was so like scary i didn't know that at the time i was just scared because it was like a jail you know you go in it's like cling 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 and the social worker's like i'll be back tomorrow to get you i can't take you to the place you're supposed to be at to and it was so scary them girls it was like bunks in in a small room and these girls are like who are you what you like they gang banging on me they and i'm like oh my god i'm finna get raped in (laughs) like they're finna kill me like I didn't know what was going to happen. So I just reflect back to Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Roger Rabbit is like my go-to movie. And it's the one movie that made me like super happy as a kid. And in that movie, there's a scene where the detective says to the rabbit, why are all these people doing this ni- these nice things for you? And the rabbit says, because I make them laugh, Eddie. If you make people laugh, they'll do anything for you. So these girls start picking on me, talking shit about me. I start picking on, on myself. I start talking to like talking crazy oh and being God. silly, dancing, doing stupid stupid stuff and then like instantly they became my friends i could have ended up fighting these like they could have beat my right. ass yeah. they they wanted to beat my I ass got chills and uh, like i that used kind of comedy and yeah don't get chills girl it's okay uh, it's warm in here man, uh, it's, it's okay amazing though well like what a show of strength yeah you used comedy just like you were saying and i cut you off um but that you won people over and you were terrified inside. Scared as fuck. And I almost was going to pee on myself and be like, look, y'all, I don't have a bladder. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. I was dancing and cracking jokes in it. Um, I remember watching Saved by the Bell, and there was an episode where Screech um, had put his hand over his face into the other hand through the arm like that. It was like, come on, I'll take you on. So I did that, and they laughed. Like, <laughs> it was like, uh, just leave her alone. And then I remember just sleeping in the corner, like, I ain't going to cry. I'm not going to be scared. I'm not going to, you know, like telling myself, like, you're stronger than these people. You know, don't cry. Mm. Don't cry. Just don't cry. Wait till you get in the shower. Cry it in. And then I couldn't even take a shower because by the time, um, my social worker came back. She was like, oh, we got a spot for you. So, boom, I go to this spot, this house she got me to live in. This lady, oh, my God, she was like the most ghettoest woman I ever <laughs> met in my entire existence. It's the first time I got my nails done. She took me to get my nails oh, done that's right so away. Awesome. How old are you oh, at this point? that's great, though. She I'm like you, almost she, 13. 13 okay. So did she make you feel good? Like, yeah, but I mean, not so good. She was like, girl, your ass is raggedy. We got to get you together, bitch. Like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Who? when the last time you did your hair? Who combed your hair? I was like, I comb my hair. Well, you don't know what the fuck you doing. <laughs> Bring your ass in here. She combed my hair. I remember that when I first came in, I had these trash bags, like my clothes and trash bags. That's like the one thing, like, if I get enough money, and if I'm able to do something, I want to make sure every kid, no matter where they go, if they go into the system or whatever, they come with a suitcase. Like somebody gives them a suitcase so you could feel like you worth something. Because when your clothes is in a trash bag, when everything, mm-hmm. your whole life, everything that you love is in a big ass 33 gallon trash bag and you dragging that motherfucker on your back, you feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. So I do want to tell everyone that Tiffany um, does, and, and I hope I, th- I hope you'll talk about, a little bit about this too, yeah. is uh, your outreach that you do with foster kids and in uh, the LA foster program because it's just so incredible to me. Well, that's super important to me all the way around because there was somebody who encouraged me who came and said, look, you can, you can push through this. It's a lot of times like as humans, all we need is an example or somebody to say, you can do it and you'll do it. You'll be able to achieve it. What's that person's name? Let's, let's, let's call her out. Uh, uh, my social worker, the person that helped you. 
Uh, there's so many people that helped me. There's so many people that cared, you know. Um, that's not. That's nice to hear. Because yeah, that we, wasn't just. It wasn't just one. We person. hear a right. lot of negative press about that and about sort of the, our social care system um, because they are. You know, typically underpaid. They are. They're they're working 80 cases, and one case might have five or six kids in it, and you got to figure out a home for each one of those kids and make sure they're not getting molested or raped or beat or taken advantage of, or these people just getting like. I remember I was in one foster home where they just wanted to check, and I was there to clean. And granted, now I know how to clean something if I want to clean something, but they didn't care about me. They didn't really have any love for me. I was there to clean and to get them a check. So it was like I was a live-in housekeeper who, you know, got them $500 every month. What? So I was telling Sim before you came, I said, Tiffany is so incredible for so many reasons. Not only because she's like a I brilliant. I make people money. <laughs> but, I've been doing it since I was 12. But, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but also because of your strength. And when you're in a situation like that where you have to truly fend for yourself and then how do you how did you have like the courage to make it in Hollywood? I mean, because I, I Cause there I'm, were certain things that I wanted and now that all that perception has changed. But there's certain things that I wanted. Like I wanted my father to see me and feel ashamed mm-hmm. for not being there for me. And I also wanted my mom to see me and succeed and be like, yo, all that stuff you were saying, all those mean things you said to me, they were wrong. You were wrong. Right. But she used to be like, you look like your ugly ass daddy. You ain't never going to be shit. Like, this is her, because after her accident, her whole thought process, you know, the way she she carried herself was different. Mentally. Jealous, angry. I look just like her, except she's like maybe 10 shades darker. No, maybe five shades. She's darker than me, but I look just like her. And sometimes I feel like, Mothers have this complex, like, oh, "Oh, this bitch trying to be me. Yes. (laughs) No, but we, I don't know actually how much we've addressed the idea of mother-daughter jealousy. We address it a lot on my show. Anyway, sidetrack. Sorry. Mm -hmm. No, let's go. Let's go. Because it's real. It's a part of my existence. I mean, I've had. It's so strange to me. It's so weird. Why is that weird to you and strange to you? I don't know. I just feel like. I just feel like she would would want to see you succeed. And she would want to see you. You would think that. The first time she ever told me she was proud of me was once I did like I did a, a stand-up comedy show called Bill Bellamy's Who's Got Jokes. It was my first time yeah. ever being on television telling jokes. I go to she's in a she's living in a, like a mental institution. I go to the institution. I show show the show her the video, right? She's watching it at the end of it and it's it's like her other uh, I guess the uh, Patients that live there, they're watching it too. They're, everybody's laughing, enjoying themselves. It goes off. She stands up. She looks at me. She looks at everybody in the room and goes, my pussy makes stars. That's the first time she ever told me she was proud of me. <laughs> like, that's how I took that. She proud of me. She proud of me. Okay. <laughs> like, that's her way of saying it's the she's most, proud of you. <laughs> my, most, my pussy makes stars. You know, my mom is in the other room. That's the most narcissistic thing you can say, but look at what my pussy did. I carried that in my pussy for nine months, put it out, fed it, didn't die. It lived, it survived, all the shit. I and wonder- it's a star. It's on fire. That's my pussy. You see my pussy? It makes stars. I feel like it should be like a part of a... That's what know. she said. 
And then my, my I think the average the average human being would probably be like, you fucking bitch. <laughs> like, it would be hurt or sad. I was elated with joy when I heard her say that. It's yeah, the first time she, she said was she was proud, proud of me. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. so many years. Yeah. It's the most narcissistic thing you could say, but it's mm-hmm. the first time I felt like she see me. She recognized yeah. that I'm trying to do something. Yeah. Like I, I, I always want to do something that means something. In my existence, that's everything means something. Everything comes full circle from when I was homeless to when, like every everything, like it means something. Well, I got to tell you that, um, I, you know, I haven't known you for for all that long, but I do want. First of all, I sort of I. I want to put like a sleeping bag over your head before you leave here. <laughs> And, oh, and shit, white people shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> put you put you up in the attic and uh, keep you here for a long, long time. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared, you guys. It's Saturday. <laughs> I know you wanted to go watch. Tiffany, I know you. I know you. You're supposed to leave in, in, in a little while, but you're, you There's can't go anywhere. There's 50 people looking for me. <laughs> I told everybody. I tweeted yeah. that I was going to be here. I know. I know. We were all. There, everyone's going to go see your movie, but they're there. You're never no gonna find you. <laughs> you're gonna be you in my what? attic. This place is so nice. I don't mind. I feel like your attic has a bidet. <laughs> the, the attic has a has a 50, 50 inch flat screen and, and a massage chair, so oh, you'll be fine. Am... No, it doesn't. It has a desk. <laughs> but um, but uh, <laughs> but I'm really I, I'm just so happy that we became friends. Yeah. And I can't thank you enough for like. For just in, you know, just for being here and and your story, you told me this like really early on when we when we were doing Keanu, you told me your story about being in foster care and all the outreach that you do, how you go and speak yeah. to kids, you give them hope, and it's just it's so it's so moving, and I hope you know. I don't know you, you that you. I, I know. I, I don't know I, that you touch so many lives, and I'm just beyond impressed. You're Thank you're you. doing amazing work, and I, I, like with you know, not. I mean, it's it's easy for me. I, my parents didn't, you know, always have a ton of money. They still don't. Uh, they still don't. <laughs> but um, <laughs> think Southwest oh Airlines. <laughs> but um, but you know, but they had a lot of. They, I, I, I was really fortunate to have a lot of like belief in. So well, they believed in you. That's the key. Yeah. Like that's the key to developing any. I feel like healthy human being is having other humans believe in you. Right. But I mean, that's what the whole concept of God is. You got to believe in something that's higher than you. And if something that's higher than you says, "I think you can do it," you are awesome. I don't know you that well, but from what I can see, you can be whatever you yeah. want to be. That right there is enough to like boost you to the next level, to kick you to the next level, to the next level. And that's what I so, have with the comedy be- camp. My social worker used to get so mad at me because I used to get in trouble in school because I really wanted to fit in with these white kids. I did not know how. <laughs> and so I would like do these imaginary characters. <laughs> I would, I had, like, I had I a friend. I want to know what these Yeah, well, can you, can you give us well, a wait, character? Wait, wait, I just want to yeah. say really quickly, though, what I, uh, Tiffany, what I really, my point being was that it was easy for me, mm-hmm. not, not easy, but 
um, I had I had a great deal of support. What's so remarkable about you is that you are able to be this brilliant success and comedian and inspire all these people without necessarily having uh, like the gift that I had. And that is a strength that I just, uh, I'm just in awe of. And anyway, so, okay. But you can manifest your own support. Don't get me started. (laughs) I've been watching YouTube videos. I might take care of you. Oh, you understand me? I understand you. you. I get you. I got it. You want to live in a house a hood adjacent? I do. Twenty one hundred square feet. Yes. Me and you. Hood adjacent. You just gonna have to wash the clothes, wash the dishes. I I know. Take out the trash. Absolutely. If you can do that, when I get home, you gonna get your dicks. Oh my God, he would love that. I'm just saying that that's the reason to suck somebody's it. I'm sorry, your mind. The, the the laundry and 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 uh, if the clothes are washed, the the dishes are clean, and the, house and the is clean. trash is taken out, and like it's no clutter, and, and my husband's at home, he's gonna get his dick sucked. There you go. If I didn't yeah. have to do it, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I used to tell my ex husband that all the time, but that's why he my ex husband. Tiffany, will you? Yeah, will you come over every once in a while? And I'll. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give my sweet husband some Ambien. What? <laughs> I just need you to sneak in every once in a while. Girl, no. I'm lazy, Tiffany. I'm, I'm lazy. lazy too, but there's ways to go about so, it. So you're gonna, hold on a second. Let me, let's, let's, just, let's just break it down for a second, okay? So you are going to, in a sense, drug, drug your husband so he's passed out. And then after he call, did all his chores, <laughs> after he did all his chores, and then you're going to call up Tiffany. Tiffany's going to come Tiffany. in <laughs> like while, he's sleep, while he's sleeping, <laughs> and then Tiffany is <laughs> give me my money, girl. Give me my money. <laughs> now lay on top of him like you did. Bye. He'll be like, "You're a Nubian queen." <laughs> you be like, "That's right, baby. I'm the black princess. I transform for you." <laughs> That's magic. He will be he will be so confused. He will love you forever. Oh. He would think and you I were know. like a shapeshifter. And for me, it would just you have no idea what kind of gift that would give. <laughs> oh God, I know where you're coming from. I was married before. I know exactly what the fuck you <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Tiffany, I believe we you. were besties. I, would, I am. Look, I'm your bestie, and what I can do is I could teach you. No, how right. to not be so like frustrated with it, or feeling so like it's not frustration. It's just like okay, I did. Are this we talking about blowjob skin? Oh uh, yeah, I was talking about blowjobs. Yeah, okay, yeah, because so you know yeah, what? Because yeah. blowjobs are important. Okay, but yeah, but I do need to know. They're super important. My grandma taught me how to my do it. My parents are also in the but other But your mama's fried oh, chicken, so I know she <laughs> know how to do it, too, okay? Don't play. No, no, no. She, she been with your daddy no, how long? No, no. She been with your daddy how long? I know. Yeah, she do. I know. I know you say you don't, you don't want to think so, but he came in here smiling like a motherfucker. She know how to take care of her man. I mean, I'm sorry. He been with her how many years? Oh, no, but my mom she brought up I, I love that we're whispering right now because they're in the other room. <laughs> I'm sure she 
you wouldn't be here right now living the life you live if she wasn't getting the wrinkles out them balls. Can you, um, can you imagine, though? Like, Your mom looks like she's still fucked. Maybe she sucked the sperm out of my dad's penis. They were supposed to You're be supposed the to other have, me. You're supposed to have like seven brothers and sisters. <laughs> but she took it to the fucking scout. Maybe, maybe she was selfish. No. Show. She, she ate that sperm. She didn't eat it. She put it on her face. That's why she looked so young. She fucking rubbed it in, put it under her eyes. She put it in her hair. That's why her hair is so thick and beautiful. Sperm is very good for your skin. Don't even begin to tell me that you buy that bullshit. I don't buy it, girl. I sell it. <laughs> it is. I remember when I was bald-headed on the sides. My edges was gone from these hair weaves. I got me a man. I took him off. I took the sperm in my hand and I rubbed it across my hairline. And my shit grew back. Thick and beautiful. Because my hair follicles was pregnant with protein. And that's what men that's bald-headed need to do. Jack off in their hands and rub that shit on their bald spot. I guarantee your hair will grow back. <laughs> oh, Q- QVC. Let's take it. Let's take it to QVC. You're masturbating with no purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, right? Don't you think? Don't you, don't you think QVC? We could do it. Where are you yeah. going to get all the participants? Uh, Anna and Tiffany are going on QVC. <laughs> We're their, selling sperm, sperm. <laughs> <laughs> for hair growth. For hair growth. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. This is what I want to know because now, all right. I don't want. You, I don't. Well, want I can you. teach you what my grandma taught me. She's a Jehovah's Witness, and so, but she had five kids, four baby daddies, so she knows. You know, she a champ, and she <laughs> does not. Probably watch a ton of porn, right? No, she and she. This is from like you know Bible times, nineteen fifty, nineteen sixty, when people was really fucking, and um, <laughs> and then she became a Jehovah's Witness because she realized she might have been a hoe. Look here, <laughs> I never forget. It, um, it's when I was getting married. And she put me to the side. She told me, like, what you need to do to make a man happy. It's certain mm-hmm. things you have to do. And she was like, okay, wait, you know. Can we get a little backstory? When was this? Do you mind me asking? 2008. It was 2008. And um, I mind you, I had already been sucking dick occasionally because of the girls I went to school with. You know, they were like, oh, my God. You want a Honda? What you need to do? And um, I never a got Honda. a Honda. But I did get a Corvette. Because here's the thing. I sucked my thumb until I was 18. Right, so and I never wore braces, and if you can see, like you, I got you, you amazing teeth. teeth. Yeah, yeah, because I, I know how to suck it, and <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> I used to have strep throat like a motherfucker though, because. <laughs> Because I, I would suck my thumb. Like, I rem- when I went into psychiatric therapy, finally, <laughs> at 22, <laughs> I told the therapist, like, yeah, I sucked my thumb till I was 18. Like, every single day. She's like, that's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. But it's not really bad because it means that you, you're a self-soother. You know how to calm yourself down. You know how to soothe yourself. You don't need somebody from the outside to validate how you feel. You can soothe yourself. And I was like, oh, good. And that's why I can keep a man. Like, if I want a man, even if, like, every time I've ever broke up with a dude or been away from a dude, it's because I didn't like the way he was treating me. Right. Right? 
And so, um, and what I've learned recently, I've been doing a lot of research for my um, my special because I want to talk about relationships. And what I've learned about men is they're very emotional. They're more more emotional than we are. And so you have to cater to their emotions, but not all the way because they need to feel like they're being, um, what's the word? They need to feel validated mm-hmm. and they also need to feel like they are winning, Right. So Mm -hmm. you have to create challenges. So you have to create positive drama for them. So positive drama. When I was married, my grandma told me that I had to guess what? Like what's positive drama? I'm sorry. I'm just like, I just want to know what positive drama is like. Oh, there's a lot of positive drama. Like, let's say he wants to watch the game, but you want to watch a movie. So you create a little controversy in that, but you let him win. But you have to make him work for the game, right? Okay, all right. I like this positive drama. So there's a little positive drama. He has to work for everything he wants because when a man, a man like men, they are designed to solve problems, right? And they are de- they designed for it. Like if you tell, if I say to you like blah blah blah, I got this ticket, da da da, you gonna tell me yeah. how I should pay it, blah blah. blah. Sure, you gonna try to give me the, right. the reason to solve it. Right. But if I create some like a little drama for you, and then you. You say, well, we so, should do da 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 da. And I'll be like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. That it's, is what we, you know, you're and, so and, right. And, and, oh, yeah, but you, you know, know what sucks? Because you got to tell a man he's right. I know, but what sucks is that it sounds like we, that we have to be like incredibly manipulative. It's not manipulative. It's really not. It's not. It's not. You're a mother. You sure? You're a mother. So you already know you like yes, I totally you naturally want to tell your son that he's doing good. That he, no, no, that no he but I manipulate him. I'm like, you know, like you're teaching. Him. I, like I tell him, like I can run faster to your bedroom than you can. That's and he'll be like, no. In my mind, that's not manipulating him. That's teaching him how to be faster. And you have to remember that men are very logical creatures. So whatever you say, the first three words of whatever your sentence is, that's what they hear. And then everything else is like, like fucking Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 yeah. wah. So That's the first true. three words of whatever the sentence is. And if you want to compel them, you have to, you know. The you, first three words or the last three words? It depends on how many words this bitch is using. And you know, we got 80,000 words. We got to get out 80,000 a day because that, that's what makes us feel good. And, you know, our coochies move like our mouths do, fellas. So if you make wait, a woman wait, laugh, you'd be whoa, like, whoa, whoa. that's why women love men that make us laugh. Whoa, because whoa. our coochies is flexing like our mouth is flexing. Then make the juices flow. Now I want to fuck you. You're winning. Yes. I like this. Okay, so... Don't get me started. I'm a scientist. Too. No, you are. And you know what? And you're, you're making a lot of sense. And my, like, for example, my girlfriend, she, um, she's incredibly intelligent. And she. That should make your dick hard. I hope my it parents does. aren't listening. Um, of course. I mean, but, I, yes. I, why, why, would I, why, why would I know? I'm sorry. <laughs> some dudes. Some dudes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anna? No, but some, yeah, dudes, sorry. some dudes, an intelligent woman makes them soft. But for him, because yeah. he's an intelligent man, it makes yeah. him hard. Yeah. It turns him on. Okay, yeah. And, well, and she's sexy and beautiful. And she is really brilliant. But, I, but speaking of her brilliance, now I'm beginning to understand this now. I feel like she's always making me feel like it's my idea when it's actually hers. Mm-hmm. And then, and then that all, makes you feel good. It does, but now I'm like, ah, oh, I get it. That make you even like her more, though. Now yeah, that you're thinking about it, like yeah, she is yeah. catering to. My, she is. She does she's it. She sure does it all. Ego stay intact. She's she's doing all. She's we're moving into a new place together right now as we speak. And she's and, like, I and love she's, how you take care of me. 
<laughs> you know what I love? Like when you tell a dude you love him, you can never just be like, I love you. You have to give them a reason because they're logical thinkers. So like, I love you. It doesn't mean shit. What you say after the I love oh you. Oh my God. This is so everything. brilliant. Okay, it so means wait, what everything. do I say? Like you'd be like, you know what? I love, you know. Okay. So I'm, okay, I so love Chris, you so Chris much. Chris is in, so right now he's mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, we do, we have an unbelievable relationship. Mm-hmm. So what do I tell him next time I talk to him? Okay. So next time you talk to him okay. and like, do you guys Skype? Yeah. Okay, and then you gotta hit him with the God. I love when I Skype you. It just oh, how sexy you are. I definitely tell him how sexy he is. I just lo- you know what I love the most about you though is you listen to me talk about the bullshit that I talk about, and it makes me so wet. Oh, that's good. When you finish <laughs> listening to me, I love that about you. I say it makes me so wet. You gotta say it makes me so wet. You when gotta when say you it listen to my emotions, you oh God, it I, makes my it makes my pussy. I feel my heart beating my pussy. Okay, you got to hit him with the like, Tiffany, you know what? Be like, baby, when you listen, like, when you, you know what I love the you, most about you? You know what I love the most <laughs> about you? Is when you listen to me say all the stupid shit I say. Because a lot of the shit you say, he thinks is stupid. It's logical to you. Oh, yeah, but to him, okay. he thinks it. When you listen to all the stupid shit I say, okay, and then you you tell me what you think I should the do. Only reason I'm but yeah. like, she but, your mother knows uh, that she got your daddy on <laughs> Your mama already know this shit. She has mastered this motherfucker. Do you see how happy your daddy was to play with the little boy? Because your mama got that shit on lock. Okay? You smell the chicken she is cooking in the kitchen right now? She know how to make her man happy. You cook, if you could send a motherfucker a smell through Skype, if you could be cooking a meal. Now, if you cook still, a meal. No, 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 wait. No, no. Let's get off the cooking. I still okay. need more advice. Okay. Okay, so... Whisper a little bit louder. Okay. Next time when I talk to Chris, right. I'm going to say, uh, what do I say? The Issy baby, it makes my, makes my pussy really wet. No, first thing you say, don't say that first. Okay. Oh, don't say, don't come out because he's going to be like, somebody told you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> first thing you say is, babe, what, what, how was your day? Right? Yeah. And he's going to be like, oh, we did this, we did that. And they're like, oh my God. And he'll be like, let me tell you what happened to me. And then he sits there and listens to you. And then he might be like looking off to the side, whatever. Yeah, but he's she doesn't listening want to hear that. Yeah, but just t- keep it short, like two minutes, yeah. one minute. And then go, you know what I love the most about you? In the middle of your story, just stop it. In the <laughs> middle of your shit. Stop, pause, be like, yeah, you know, the baby did this. No, and then I went out and okay, I had wait, it. Wait, and the mailman came wait, and I was like, get the fuck wait, off wait, my wait, porch, mailman. You're a weirdo. Put your dick back. He's like, what? What are you doing? I'll be like, I'm just playing. Babe, you know what I love the most about you? Shut the fuck up. Count to two. One, two. The way you listen to my stupid ass shit, it make my pussy wet. It make me so wet when you listen to me say stupid stuff. Or even, like, I know sometimes I get so passionate about a subject, and I'm like talking, 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 and you just sit there, and you have that dumb look on your face. It makes me so wet. Okay, Anna, I want you to repeat that. I want you to repeat that. Mm, Okay, okay. go ahead. I want you to try it right now, okay? Okay. Now, I want you to say, just paraphrase her, but just do it the best you can. Okay, Okay, Okay. go ahead. Okay. Oh gosh, I, oh babe, I know. So okay, so here's what happened. Like I took Jack to school, and I had this weird thing with the nanny, and um, 
And there were a couple other things that happened today. And, like, I don't know why the trash can is broken again. And I have to call, like, you know, the Los Angeles Department, whatever, of trash and, like, get a new recycling can, which is kind of a pain in the ass. But can I tell you something? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. My pussy is so wet. No, 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 no. What, what did she do wrong? No. What did she do wrong? You have to say, babe, and the Department of Trash came through and da, da, da. Oh, my God, I have to tell you something. I just pause. Okay. Okay. Almost wait, pause wait, wait, to where wait, wait, he goes. Can, what? can we do it step by step? Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. I have to tell you something. Pause. He's gonna be like, what? I love you so much. I love you so much. Because you listen to all my stupid shit. Because you listen to all my stupid shit. And that make my pussy wet. And that makes my pussy so wet. <laughs> When you coming home? When are you coming home? I need to sit on that good listening dick. I need to sit on that good listening dick. There are two men in this room right now laughing their asses off quietly. Because their dicks are getting harder and harder as they hear this. Because they wish somebody would say that to them. Can I tell you something about your dick that's better than anyone else's dick? He hears me. It's... It's like your dick has ears. <laughs> and I just want to talk into it. I want to talk with my pussy listening. No, 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 no. Don't say pussy. So it's just, I, want, I feel like your, your dick has ears. Your, your dick has, I just feel like your dick has ears. And I just want to talk to it. I just want to talk to it. I just want to put it by my mouth. And soothe it. And just talk to it. Can I say soon? Can I just want to tell your dick everything that's wrong with me? (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to tell you. I just want to tell your dick everything that's wrong with me because I know your dick can make it feel better. Then shut the fuck up. And just shut up. Done. Done. Shut up. You are your guru. And just shut up after that. Just shut the fuck up. A guru. 
think we have to get to callers all right, now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Tiffany, we, I know, we know we, that you have to. You have a time commitment. All yeah. Right, so, so we have to get to callers mind, now. Um, do let's you need do a caller? Okay. Yeah, let's do a caller. Right. This is so much fun. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad. Will you come back again sometime? Girl, I'll come every week. We could turn this into a regular thing, and I'll bring Loretta. Oh up my God! Yeah. We'll get Gerard and David Allen Gray. He lives down the street. You know. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. So we call. So people have submitted questions. Mm-hmm. And of really about relationship stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. and we we answer. Hello. Hey, Beth. Hi. Hi, it's Sim. How are you? Good. How are you? Hi, I'm, Beth. So Anna, of Hi. course, is here, and Tiffany Haddish is also here. She is the female lead of Keanu, which is a new uh, Key and Peele movie that's out in theaters right now. And she's here as well, and, and we're gonna we're gonna do our best to help you out. And she's fucking awesome. She, she awesome. gave me relationship uh, like great uh, blowjob advice. <laughs> and my parents, but it's just relationship. If you say, my I'm par- telling you, my parents are in the other room. I really just, hope that my mom didn't hear that. I'm just telling you, if you say this, even while he's out of town, like you don't have to suck his dick while he's out of town. He's going to be. <laughs> he can't wait to get home, so you can do that for him. And then when and then when he gets home, but I'm telling you, when he gets home, work. just talk to it. Beth. Beth is so confused right now. I'll teach you how to make it faster <laughs> and easier too. Okay. But you just talk to it. Okay. But talk you talk to it. to it for 15 minutes and then you, you for didn't you one tell minute me and to, 32 seconds. You told seconds. me to talk to the balls. Yeah, you got to talk to that motherfucker. Beth, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, Beth. <laughs> I'm sorry, Beth. But we're just trying to teach you how to win. oh my god so beth has uh you know so tiffany we we were doing romantic relationships for a while then we've kind Mm -hmm. of expanded to relationships in all areas including Mm -hmm. friends and and coworkers. so so beth has a has a has an has some things going on with her best friend um beth why don't you tell us what's going on what why are you worried about your relationship with your best friend well um last august my best friend moved from chicago to atlanta Um, and she moved there for a job. Mm-hmm. And um, when it happened, we kind of stopped talking. She works weird hours. She works for a news station. Mm-hmm. And around Christmas time, I asked her if she was coming home because her family lives around here. She said, yeah, I'm coming home tomorrow. And I said, okay, do you need me to pick you up from the airport? Do you need a oh, place to nice. stay? And she said, no, I'm going to stay with my old roommate. I said, okay, that's cool. Um, Do you want to come down? Because my husband and I bought a house in August after she moved and she hadn't seen it yet. And she said, I don't know. I really don't want to take a train down to see you. So that was, that was when the initial, I got upset. And then I said, okay, well, let me know what your plans are going to be. And then she never talked to me the rest of the time she was here. What happened before you, before she moved to Atlanta? Yes, because it sounds like she's mad at you. Wait, I, I don't and think Beth I is done. I want, I want, I want Beth, oh, okay, I want you to sorry. explain. I want you to go uh, tell us about, tell us about your birthday also. We, Beth and I yes. spoke on the phone before. So tell us about your birthday. I want, I want Tiffany and Anna to kind of get a clear picture of everything that's going on before they jump in. Something happened. Yeah, Absolutely. So um, my birthday was in October, and I planned like a housewarming slash birthday party for myself and and my husband. And um, I found out um, after I got upset at Christmas, I found out my husband told me 
that he offered to pay for her to come up to surprise me. What? And she offered to pay for the flight and everything she needed, and she said no. So after I found that out, I mean, my my feelings and me being hurt escalated. So what your husband do? Ooh, what good was that? Question, Tiffany. What did your husband do? Oh, you think it was? What, what did he do? What did he do? Okay, what uh, does he cause, do? Yeah, because oh. I think maybe it's more of what does he do? Yeah, what does he do? What does your husband do? Or what? And what do you do? For, like, she's. It's. It sounds to me like yeah, your husband said something made her uncomfortable. My my husband works for a nonprofit. Okay, but okay, so. What is her? Is she friends with your husband? Does she know your husband? Like, how well does she know? How long has she known your husband? Oh yeah, I, she's known my husband. Um, I've I've been with my husband for eight years, and I've known her for six years. Okay, so how how did you meet her through your husband, or just? No, I met. We were. I met her in college. We met in a in a music class. In college, I know what Tiffany's yeah. getting at, which is what I'm getting at. Because if somebody husband called me and said they were going to pay for my ticket, they're going to pay for blah, blah, blah. Depending on the tone and all that, how did he say it? And then what, how he be looking at her, like she might feel uncomfortable with all of that. Or, I, and I think that maybe, yeah, her but friend But what is, happened between you two where she... Yeah. That's right, that's right. That's what the Cause issue Because if, if my homegirl said, like if my homegirl's like, oh, like I'm, I move around a lot. I got a best friend, and she'd be like, "Oh, I want you to come, blah blah blah." And I'd be like, "I can't." That's She's me. cool with it. She cool with it. But then, like, if her husband called me and be like, "Oh, I'm planning this, blah blah blah," yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna make me uncomfortable. Well, so so yeah. So I I, 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 I feel like husband. that you're um that you're. But friend. what else is going on though? So yeah, there. There's How a, often do y'all talk? I, I think we that, we we don't talk that much anymore. Which is oh gosh, that's but, sad. But, but here's the thing, though: did something happen? Was there some incident? So you, no, but did she? You've been with your husband longer than you known her, or you've been with you known her longer I, than you known your husband? I've been with my husband longer. Right. So but, then, but the, the, uh, as as far as I know, with her, I know she's never said she didn't like my husband. I mean, she was my maid of honor in our wedding. I, so. so I think she's feeling neglected by you because and and then the last or is she uh, jealous in a motherfucker because you got a husband and she don't well that's true and yeah, like her husband your husband is trying to buy her tickets and Tiff- take, <laughs> make sure you be where she where you at and she like fuck your Tiff- husband and your happiness bitch <laughs> you know what? i don't give a fuck about y'all all happy I mean, and shit like Tiff- all he's <laughs> taking care of your friends and shit <laughs> Look at me over here, lonely to the motherfucking Atlanta where all the men is gay. I can't get no dick out here. I just want to see the people I got blood with. Bitch, fuck you and your beautiful relationship. Um, Beth, do you, do you know how in Key and Peele, which um, Tiffany, Tiffany is the brilliant uh, star in Keanu that is just coming out, but I do feel like That's how we just sorry, recreated um, okay. uh, like the anger. You know how when uh, when President Obama gets angry, you got a man that love you want to throw some I love nice that, parties for you. I, and I shit. love it, <laughs> Tiffany. Will you? You got a man willing to pay for other bitches to come and hang out with you? <laughs> Fuck you, bitch! I hate your jealous. Nobody love me like that. Why? <laughs> 
<laughs> you blessed, girl. You blessed. You blessed. You but, take that as a blessing. She's a jealous bitch. Yeah, um, it sound, It does sound like she. She may be. She may be a little jealous. <laughs> and I. Uh, uh, but but I will. I don't want to like. You know, be I'm working com- all these hours at CNN. All these men is gay. Oh boy. They come it's up pretty. in here in high heels higher than me. Do you know what it's like to live in the South? It's hot. It's sweaty out here. I'm moist. None of these men want me. They want each other. And you got a husband that loves you, taking care of you. Okay, now, you now, now, hey, tip, tip, I'm sorry, I'm reflecting yeah, back on now, my past. I'm, I'm sorry, Beth. personal, I'm sorsal, personal. I'm sorry, Beth. <laughs> Beth, are you still there? Yes, I am. <laughs> that bitch is jealous, Beth. Tell that bitch stop being jealous. <laughs> well, first of all, do you miss her as a friend? No. <laughs> do, 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 you, do you miss her? Like, Oh, yes. Oh, then I guess you gotta I, I like. Lived, I lived with her in college for a year and a half. Okay, so Beth, are you? I feels like I feel I feel like you're confused by why she's treating you this way, right? You don't know why she's doing this, and you and you're not sure how to reach like, out to her. Up, is that what it Beth? is? Yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, did you guys have a gay moment? Initiate it. <laughs> Everyone has a gay moment. Beth, did Everyone you does. and your bestie have a gay moment? Wait a minute. In college. No, this is not relevant, Tiffany. It is relevant. Ev- everyone Did has you a gay guys moment. have a gay moment Everyone in has a gay moment. Absolutely not. We're about okay. to have we're Okay, I'll just make sure because she could be really just like, oh, you getting all that <laughs> dick. I did not dick. <laughs> uh, Here's the thing, though. But, that's oh. my pussy. She not. But, that's but, no gay but, moment. But, okay, but Anna was like, assume that everyone has a gay moment. <laughs> Wait, what? No, what are you doing Don't we all? I was no, with my first, husband during college. First off, Anna, I never went to college. This is the gamest moment I'm having, <laughs> and that is drinking out of your cup. <laughs> give me, drinking her give Red Bull Give me vodka. time, girl. This That's is the all part of the plan I've ever had in my entire existence. Oh, good. All right, Beth. No, Beth. Seriously, we. I mean, here's the thing. You. You don't know what to say to your best friend right now. Is that that's what's going on, right? And you want to know why yeah. she's treating you this way. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. She jealous. Yeah. Do you think she could be jealous of you? Yeah, of course she um, is. I don't know. Um, of course never, she is. Like I said, I've been with my husband the whole time I've known her. Um, and I don't I don't know if she How could many be. How many men have you seen her with? Does she have a boyfriend or a husband or anything? No, I mean I don't I don't know if she's dating anybody right now. She lonely as fuck and when oh, let me tell you something hurt people try to hurt people, okay? Yeah. I know from experience cuz I have tried to hurt people cuz I've been jealous and I had to check myself and I had to apologize to my most best friend like she my mo- since we was 12 years old my most best friend. She can't like see me in foster care and everything. Hurt people like, try to hurt people. They do and I remember I was so mad cuz she had a husband she pregnant, everything. And I said something, and I had to say, ah, I'm sorry I said that. I don't even mean to say that. I'm just mad because you got everything that I think I want, but then I know mm-hmm. that's not what I'm ready for. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, so she's probably just a little jealous. I mean, even though yeah. she knew you when you guys got together and she watched our love flourish, she probably wants that too and doesn't have it. And when she finally gets a man, she'll come back around and or you might not need that bitch because she might be an evil bitch anyways. It's true mm-hmm. that we do. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves, I think, to be lifelong friends with the people that we, we feel close to at a certain mm-hmm. time in our life, especially if we're vulnerable. And then 
but it's okay to let friendship friendships ebb and flow, right? Right. No, it's completely true. Because it was like Mm -hmm. uh, my grandma used to say, uh, friendships is like trees. You got some people that are roots, some people are the trunks, some people are the branches, some people are bark and they fall, uh, leaves and they fall off. Mm -hmm. And and, but you learn something from everybody, you know, and just be grateful for the time you had. And some of my best friends back in the day but um but i do want you to know that if you're happy your true friends will celebrate in in your joy and yep and you got a husband girl fuck that bitch yeah you got a man you lucky that like backing you he willing to pay for other bitches to come and see you it's like you a queen and listen, also <laughs> you royalty. When when this podcast when this podcast yeah. cast comes out, Beth, um, we give some blowjob advice because my parents are just around the corner. That's why we're whispering. Yeah, so I don't want to talk too much. <laughs> but um, Tiffany is on the like pro blowjob um, uh, level because I sucked my thumb till I was eighteen and I had perfect teeth. <laughs> I am I am sort of on the anti, not anti, but. Like you just, just don't. You be tired of it. I know. I used to get tired of it. I was woman. Married, when I was married, I would be tired too. But you have to find the moments, and you have to encourage him to create those moments to make it exciting. You encourage him to create those things. So, so like when, like when, when think about when you're the most turned on when you feel like okay. doing it, and Is then you it tell wrong him to have my husband go down on me while Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's some bomb shit right there. <laughs> Hold up. Sometimes, now, now, I might, this gonna sound like some ratchet shit, but I'm a comedian and I got a lot of male fans. And sometimes, like last season in Game of Thrones, not this season right now, I haven't done it yet, but last season, there was a lot of dudes trying to be hooking up with me and I used to be like, look, real shit, we can get a room, they got HBO, we watch Game of Thrones, you eat my pussy. They really... Thought that I that leave. was. We get a room. We get. We watch Game I of Thrones. What? You eat we, my no, pussy. No, no, no. We get a room. You eat my pussy. I leave. We watch Game of Thrones at the same time. Bomb shit. Best time of my life. But if I had a husband, that probably would be more better and even more comfortable because I wouldn't think they was gonna try to dexter my ass <laughs> on some Showtime shit. <laughs> but I mean. I took a few chances. I did it four times last season. In the season before that, I did it three times. In the season when I first got divorced, I did it twice. And it was phenomenal. So, hey, Beth. Beth, yeah. stay married because it's easier. Um, I, I will say that, you know, I, th- I feel like one of the sad truths of getting married and, and being in a long-term committed relationship is that you do make decisions on your friendships and I don't want you to be within there's enough challenges in life um between work and marriage and everything uh for you to have a friend that um that makes you feel it makes you, you know. But you don't think she should even talk to her and no, find out what's going on? No, don't waste your time. You let that bitch call you. Beth, don't waste your time. You got a husband. You have a family. You have more than what she has. Like, if she wants to be your friend, you let her come to you. You're a queen. Your husband offered to pay for her to be there. 
Yeah, for her birthday. Yeah, for I mean, your what birthday. An, what an amazing gesture, so, by the way. So, so yeah, that's a good. Man. Unless your husband says something that made her super uncomfortable or whatever, and this is how you gonna know if your husband said some foul shit, or, like that was like out of pocket. Do yeah. you have any other friends that are acting like this? No, no, probably not. No. no. So she's jealous. Yep. She was. You were just. You're not that important to her in her mind, or you are that important to you're where so she don't want to be she's, a part of your jealous. existence. Yeah. Like it, it hurts her feelings to see you happy. Maybe she was on some. You know what I'm saying? Um, a single white female shit, and she wanted to be you. Fuck these hoes. You shouldn't be worried. You got dick at home. You should never be worried about anything any female trying to do as long as she is not trying to infiltrate your household. Mm-hmm. And she trying to stay outside of it, let her be outside of it. Because it's a reason. And you don't want to pull that in. And you know if what? she's being distant, let her yeah. be distant. And Beth, you're yeah. like like all of us, you're going to go through a lifetime like shifting of friendships. Mm-hmm. And you'll have friends sometimes in your 20s, you'll have friends in your 30s, you'll have friends in your 40s. Everything's going to shift and yeah. people will reveal themselves. And if you have to devote too much of your joy that you should be able to celebrate right now in your life to your friend to sort of nurture her or whatever – that's mm-hmm. that's just um that's just unfair. She not and, yeah. and and Beth you need to sort of rejoice in your in in all the great things that are happening for you. Can I share a story real quick? Oh, I love it. Story. Beth, are you ready for a story? About sure. one of my best friends from since I was in seventh grade at Hell Middle School. Her name is Shayna. She is a half breed girl. I walked up to her. Wait, she's a grade, what? Half breed. I call her half breed. She's what like, does that mean? She's black and Jewish, black and white. And so I walked up to her in seventh grade. I was like, "Your hair is beautiful. You're going to be my friend." She was like, "Oh, you're a widow." To this day, she my wait. Friend. She said, "You're a widow." I'm a weirdo. Oh, I'm a weirdo because I walked up to her and said, you're going to be my friend. I'm sorry, Tiffany. Like, when I decide people going to be my friend, they're going to be my friend. People, I grew right? up north of Seattle. Like. Okay, I'm sorry. You're going to be my friend. You're And then she said, you're a weirdo. Oh, my God. Do you listen to Weezer? <laughs> so then, you know, um, we were friends all through junior high, all through high school, and even after. And uh, she went to Pepperdine University, and I would come and visit her in school. And I didn't even, um, I wasn't even in college, but I would go into her classes and I learned a lot. And so, um, so I got free education. She started working for Channel 2 News. Um, I helped her do like interviews with celebrities and stuff like that. Now she's um, a housewife. Her husband works for CBS, all this great stuff, right? We are not close like we used to be. We only talk probably three times a year. I call her every month. You but do? We, I call her every month, but we only talk three times a year. I tell her mm-hmm. about the premiere of the movie. I say, look, remember when we was kids in ninth grade and I was like, you need to like, we went to the Arclight Theater and we watched um, G.I. Jane. And I was like, one day I'm going to be on that big screen. And she sat right next to me and she was like, yeah, right, Tiffany. I said, one day I'm going to be on that screen in this building. And you, you, yeah, and you yeah. did it. And so now umpteen, it's like more than 20 years later. <laughs> Beth, um, my dear friend yeah. Tiffany, um, let me just give you a, t- a touch of backstory. Um, she grew up here in L.A. and uh, in the 
like had a lovely family, but also grew up in the foster care system. And she's the star of Keanu, which is uh, the new Key and Peele movie. And Anna's in the movie too, by the way, Beth. (laughs) And she kills it. And then I kill her. Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, but anyway, so just to give but you a little bit of die. backstory, just like just sort of, you know, whatever, just somebody to root for. Right. So then cut to, I asked her a month ago, I fi- well, almost a month, three weeks ago, I find out about what day the premiere is on. So I call her and I find out it's at the Arclight Theater, the same theater we were sitting in when we were in ninth grade. And I was telling her, I'm going to be on a big screen in here. So then I call her and I say, hey. I know you live in Palm Springs, and I know you're really busy and everything because you're te- she's, te- she's a teacher. In Palms, oh. She's a teacher. She teaches third grade. She has three children, and she tends to her husband the way that my grandma taught us how, and that takes a lot of work. So anyways, um, I'm like, I know you're busy, but I would really like it if you could come. Now, mind you, for the last five years, I have invited her to major comedy tapings, major TV show tapings, ma- major things that I have done, I have invited her mm-hmm. to. She's always said no. She can't make it. So this night, she says, I'm going to be there. We have testing for the kids for the state of California, blah, 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 but I'm going to make my way out there and I'm going to be at the screening. She comes to the screening. She made. She came to my house. First off, she was shocked. Every time she ever seen me live somewhere, it was always in a piece of shit. I've always kind of lived in like the slums of LA. So this was her first time seeing me live in LA in the most beautiful house on the street. In the most, you know, I had Can the you most give us beautiful the address. Thirty-seven. <laughs> 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 but I live in the most beautiful house on this street. It's the most, you know, I have the most beautiful furniture. My doorways, entry is beautiful. Like I've, I've really learned about feng shui and stuff, and about attracting the things that I want in my life. She walks into my house. She sees all these. There's four other women there that are all uh, orchestrated to make sure that I'm happy. To make sure that everything that Tiffany needs is done correctly. And then now she's like, Oh, I want my eyelashes done. I want my no. You're late, so you don't get your eyelashes done. You don't get this done. We gotta go. Beautiful gown, beautiful. I want to wear your shoes. You can't wear my shoes. You're late. We got to go. So we leave. We go to the red carpet. She's there. Da, da, da. We see the movie. I tap her on the shoulder and say, remember what I said back in 1990 when I said, blah, blah. She's like, oh, my God. Everything you say come true. Yes, bitch. Then she tried to take my car, my driver. 
Oh, no. She tried to take this my is, driver. Oh, oh no. All kind of stuff. Here, at the end of the story, this is what I got to say. Um, she's always been better than me in both of our eyes. And now, in my, in my eyes, we the same, but she might think I'm better than her. But we the same. She was on TV before me. She was well, no, no, Sorry, no, 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 no. But, no. but basically what I'm saying is, Beth, you're living a better life. But and also Tiffany and Beth, it's like it is the story of women. It's sort of we talk a lot about this on our podcast about the idea of like um, living the life of women supporting each other on one hand and then mm-hmm. being really hard on each other on the other hand and jealous and yeah. it sucks it just sucks it just all i'm saying is, is she tried to ruin my night all night Ugh, that's awful i'm sorry and if we're like a special and night every night and, and like, in every moment this is when i know i'm gonna have my real bitches around me because it was like intervene and she's like tiffany can i take your can i take the car and my friend uh-uh you can't take our car you better get an uber bitch you're not finna take the car <laughs> tiffany might want to leave in 10 minutes tiffany might want to leave in two hours you can't take her car no you get an uber if you want to leave like because everybody's yeah. coming up to me the you know will forte everybody uh, nick crow like all these major hitters in the business are coming up to talk jordan and keegan they're taking pictures is she got she her dress and was, this is your nah, night. I'm tell you, and her dress night. was better than mine. Her her she didn't she didn't have on much makeup, but what she's she had trying on to make this gorgeous. about her. She tried and, to make it about her, and it could not yeah. happen. Yeah, it was not going to happen, and, and and I was outshining. But her. Tiffany, don't you think it is a really sad thing that we do to each other? Like it is because I, mean, I, I here's my thing. I don't never want to outshine any woman. I want every single woman in my presence to be uplifted. That's why, like every when Nick Crow came over or Will came over, I introduced every single female that was in my crew to them. Like everybody that was around me to them. Like and then when I moved off by myself, and they're like, "Who you here with?" I'm here with my girls. They over there. You see them over there. Mm-hmm. Like those are my girls, and they over yeah. there standing. These are only four black four. It's like four black women and one Asian chick. Like, <laughs> those are my bitches. That's my fam over there. Like they watching me. They protecting me. I'm moving can around we, the room. They protecting me. Like, can Beth and I be your bitches? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, have you ever I'll been be your described bitch as like, a bitch <laughs> in a positive way? We a pack. Look, we come in packs. We come in yeah. packs. And real bitches look out for each Tiffany, other. Tiffany, will you say, Beth, you're my bitch? Beth, you are my bitch. And the I next time I'm in shy, which will be in, I think I'll be in Chicago in June. I'm going to be looking for you. But 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 <laughs> listen, but, but truth, but like, but the whole thing, though, um, in in trying to give you some sort of sort of like I don't know like advice clarity I, I, yeah I think that you yeah. I think you just protect yourself and go with your gut and I think that your friend is acting irrationally and jealous and I really think that you she's jealous of the house of the husband of yeah. everything that's happening and, yeah. and when she hears that oh come over and see my new house and my great husband and my right. dog and everything and I'm sure part of her is like you know what I don't want to do that because it's just going to make me feel right. worse and that's, yeah. her, that's her own thing that's not yours it's, it's not, not yours, yours at all yeah. I have a friend right now who's a comedian that's like one of my really like we always motivate each other and talk to each other 
And I've had my house since November, and she has still not come to my house. Now, I did put a magical spell around my house that nobody can come over unless they mean to do well towards me. If they mean anything evil towards me, they can't even walk in the front door. And I've invited her over 15 times, and 15 times she said she was coming, and 15 times she did not show up. Really? Yeah. And we went to and we and we we hung out together. We hung out together just yesterday in in public, but she still will not come to my she's like, I'm gonna come to your house on this day. She never shows up. She never shows up. You Mm -hmm. know what? I think it is because she knew me when I was homeless. She knew me when I didn't have nothing, when I was living in a seven hundred and square feet box. She wanted to come and see that. But now that I got twenty one hundred square feet and bedrooms galore and backyard and I can walk around butt naked in my yard if I want to, she don't want to see that shit because that fucks with her soul. Right. Okay. So also, though, she ain't I, on my I want you to know, Tiffany, though, that my husband has a drone now and with a camera, so he's going to be flying it over your uh, backyard. First off, your house <laughs> and my house is. 32 minutes away from each other. So if he can fly that drone. It's a, it's a long flying drone. 32 minutes away. And um, then he's going to have to find it between all these raggedy ass houses. Hey, Beth. Um, I I got to tell you, though, I, I think that um, female. Well, I, I just want to tell you that female friendships are difficult. They're so difficult, yeah. and they're also heartbreaking. And we're too emotional in, in our own. But feelings. they, but they are like I, I, I don't know. I'm sure Tiffany, you, you feel the same way that like they are. Um, it is, it is like a breakup, you know, or or like there's a, there's a lot of emotional investment that I think my, my I know that my husband doesn't feel. Yeah. towards yeah. his male I friends. I have a couple of friends like I yell like she's like I don't want to be your friend of mine. I'm like bitch you're gonna be my friend forever you stupid bitch you're always gonna be my friend and now she like now I'm like yeah you're right we shouldn't be friends you told me and Tiffany you were gonna have my baby be, I did say that and I will have your little black baby <laughs> <laughs> I will be the bearer of your black baby alright before we let Tiffany uh, before we let not Tiffany go but we're Beth, gonna let you go too um, but uh, before we let Beth go let's just give her some final advice so Beth okay so here's Here's the thing, I guess. Um, oh, golly. Um, I think that female uh, friendships will really come and go. Um, protect yourself. Understand that your friend is jealous and lonely and unhappy. And that's sad. But there isn't much you can do for that scenario. Yeah. And from my ghetto ass, all I got to say, Beth, is um, there's a lot of bitches out here that could be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's more so, women out here than there is men and Tiffany, I'm sure you have some really good friends that are around you right now and <laughs> women is like panties okay they change every day <laughs> so Tiffany's advice is and as long as you got your husband you alright don't worry about these hoes cause they gonna come and go okay right. that's, that, yeah. that's, that's good mentality for you straight up 110% you got a husband fuck these bitches Beth, stay uh, the course. Hey, You're doing great. Yeah, and, and thank you and so Beth, much for hanging but, out with yeah, us tonight. And, and truly, like... Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, female relationships are so difficult. Beth, will you please give us a follow-up? And let us know if she ever, you know, reaches out to you again. I love you. Yes, I will, definitely. Thank you. <laughs> All, right. All right. Bye, Beth. I hope you understand that hood shit. <laughs> I don't know about you, 
But when I laugh, my coochie flex. Do you like think about it. next time you just go in the bathroom after this podcast, put a mirror right there and laugh and you'll see your coochie flexing. I don't want to. I'm see? telling you, that's what like that makes for good sex, too. If you can laugh during sex, it makes it really good because now your coochie is snatching his dick up with every so laugh. I'm going to need my husband to do like a stand up routine. No, <laughs> you could just giggle a little bit and he'll be like, oh, shit, what are you doing? Like, no, but I, mean, I can't. I'm not good at fake giggling. Fake giggling, fake giggling. When okay, you do, you laugh, do, do you want to? Do you want me to try to fake giggle? Fake right? giggle, like okay, just laugh, like in your brain. Close your eyes, go into your brain, and laugh right now, and connect to your vagina when you do it. <laughs> Feel your coochie huh. lips flexing. No, you. see, that was terrible, though, wasn't it? No, but it, your shit like it went real soft. No, laugh. Now do it, it do, it, do it hard. Will you, do it hard. Do it hard. You <laughs> but don't do, are the men gonna think that we're laughing at them? No, what you tell them is when I come, I giggle. <laughs> That's my new shit, baby. I want to giggle when I come. I want to feel so motherfucking good when your dick is inside of me. I want to feel like your shit is provoking nothing but joy in this pussy. You understand me? I want you to put that joy in my pussy when you come in this motherfucking pussy. You come joy. You come make joy. Me, make me laugh, motherfucker. You make this me motherfucking. You see, I was humping you back. You feel how that motherfucker throwing back at you? Now make it laugh. Say something funny, motherfucker. I dare you. I dare you to say something funny. That shit is so funny. You saying that, it's going to make him laugh. And his dick going to jump like this. Because dick jump when they laugh. Like, when you laugh, I mean, that's your root chakra. That's where everything comes from. Your fucking genitalia. That's how. That's where creation comes from. That's where ideas come from. That's where everything comes from. And it activates through your stomach, through your chest, through your throat, through your mind. And then you project that shit out into the universe. Really? So yes, yes, I'm telling you some real knowledge. Like so, when that's your root. So when you laugh, if that dick is so good, you know how when you feel so good, it make you want to pee on yourself a little bit. Like you don't know if you about to come or you about to pee. That's that good dick. And then you gotta just giggle a little bit. So then that make your coochie flex. Now he about to come, you about to come. Now y'all intertwine one soul, one spirit, magic unicorns. <laughs> Get a Corvette, bitch. <laughs> A Corvette. That's how you know you're successful. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> that's, that's success. Corvette. Tiffany, <laughs> I love you so much. I love you too. I'm crazy as fuck, but it's, Will you I'm telling you the truth. come back? Because a dude, you know, dudes be like, always remember this. Just because you laugh, if you let him know why you laughing, he not going to be offended by it. If you let him know you're laughing because it feels so good inside your spirit, him being inside of you, he going to try to be in you all the time. It's beautiful. Uh, it's beautiful. Because uh, men love to see, like, they love to see you smile. That's all they want is you to mm-hmm. be happy. Yeah. When a man decides he want to spend the rest of his life with you, he just want to see you happy. So whatever yeah. it takes. If he, if he just got to flop his, if he got to hit his dick on thigh to thigh and that make you smile, he will do that shit every time before he fuck you. <laughs> He will do whatever it takes. You are a wise, 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 wise Because I'm a unicorn. That's it. Right. black unicorn. <laughs> Did T- you see that movie when you were a kid? The Last Unicorn? Yes. That's the movie that made me decide that I wanted to be the black unicorn because there was no black unicorn. There was only white unicorns in that movie. But I that because kids used to call me the dirty ass unicorn because I had the shit growing on my forehead. Mm. And that's why I took yeah. the saying, I took it yeah. on. And I you know what? manifested it and into it. Way fantastic. hotter than that 
like kind of lame, weak ass last white unicorn. She was fucking lame. Yeah, I mean, she has beautiful eyelashes. Ugh, whatever. <laughs> You have beautiful eyelashes. Thank you. I glued them on myself from YouTube. Way hotter than the last white unicorn. You're my. I love you so much. This is a dream come true for me. I want to like. Is it? I'm gonna. Yes. This is climb on your lap. I remember. Look, I remember like gathering my girls, going to see your movies. Like we would like fucking smoke weed and eat marijuana brownies and go watch you like i love you like and so when you came into the trailer that day it was like the most awesomest day ever and then now we sitting here across the table your mama frying chicken like on some real black shit i feel like (laughs) this is the most magical moment of my existence i'm so happy right now and i might start crying because like i feel like i'm asleep and i just and if I wake up, I'm gonna be sad. Like no, no, this no. is the most awesomest thing. Like, and and I gotta you tell guys, you, like I'm a. <sighs> this is Tiffany. Girl, Tiffany, you you are you're amazing. Yeah. By the way, you're amazing. And by the way, you kicked ass in that movie. Thank you. Yeah. But this is you, my dream come true, no homo. But I am. I'm gonna crawl oh, on your lap right now. <laughs> watch me. Watch me. I'm taking off my headphones. I love you. All right, Anna is taking off her headphones, and this is this is beautiful. Aw, they're embracing right now, and Mm, and, I love her. And you are like, and I know. I hope that you know this. I know that you know this. I know that you know this. But because I don't know you all that well, and I want to get to know you better. But your story, your inspiration level, what you do for kids. All across Los Angeles is so incredible. You give them so much hope. You are like, I don't know. It's it's just. I was telling my mom earlier. I was like, Mom, you're not going to be this one. I'm like she just she just beat all odds and has and, and still you never you didn't absorb the bitterness. It's a little bit in there, but like this magical shit keep happening and fuck that bitterness. I'm hugging on you guys. I used to sit in Magic Johnson movie theater and be like, I want her to be my friend. Look at I'm hugging her. That's all crazy and creepy. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's true. Like, oh my God, it's the same thing. Like when I met the Wayans, like everything, like everything, like I just be feeling like I'm asleep and I'm just waiting to wake up and I don't ever want to wake up. This is we're wow. hugging. Listen, I'm holding but, her. You are, you are. But listen, but this but is a dream are. come true. Like every day is so magical. But you I love being human. Done this. This is you. You did this. You're so fucking funny. You're so fucking talented. And you have the spirit of like joy and genuineness that like got you to the place where people want amazing things for you it just filled my heart with like a lot of joy and it made me want to cry a little bit this is what's the awesome thing about being a woman if I was a man I would hate my life because I couldn't cry like this if I was a man (laughs) but like it fills my heart with so much joy because I just think about like where I was in the like the first time I ever saw you, where I was living at, where like, and then now I'm sitting here with you in this 
in your beautiful home. Mm. Like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I know I bought a lot of tickets and I bought movies. Like, I'm like, oh, this is what happened. Like, I just feel like I never, you know, like you imagine these things and you you try and you see YouTube videos and like you can manifest your existence and you can make this come true. And then when it starts like actually happening and it's like you're living in this dream life. Yeah, but you know why? But it's real. It's very yeah, real. Because, but I cry a little bit, and there's not tears of pain or sorrow. There are tears of joy and happiness, because I was super happy when I was born, and I was definitely crying when I was born because I got out of that hot pussy and, and I was in that earth. <laughs> and though, also, like last finishing thought, though, you, you're fucking brilliant, and so are you. You're you're a brilliant fucking person, and. That will. That, I've been that, waiting for a white woman to tell that, me that. that. <laughs> Thank you so much. And somebody I wanted to be my friend. You're my friend. I don't care what you say. You're my friend. I could get on your last goddamn nerve. You can say you don't want to come to my housewarming birthday party. In my mind, you're still my friend. No, no, no. You don't understand. You're, I'm kidnapping you. I will stay here, but we got to get my dogs. <laughs> Okay, so wait, okay. do you um want us to be... Uh, oh my God, I'm so happy. Well, Tiffany, thank let's you so much. Let's eat some chicken. Well, let's just end the show right now. Tiffany, before oh, yeah, we okay. eat some chicken, let's just end the show. You've been amazing. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank and you. We can't wait to have you back. And congratulations on all of your success. You were amazing in the movie. The movie is absolutely hysterical. And and I just see bigger and better and brighter things and for you in the future. Great actress. You really are Thank a great you. actress, and you're an amazing stand-up comedian, too. And yeah, that's what I am first. Comedian. And you're, I want to bring joy, but yeah. I can bring the pain, too. That's right. <laughs> actress second. You you were really nuanced. And number three, lover of humans, because I am a unicorn and I care about you guys. That's right. I love yes. that. I want to be that, too. You are a unicorn. And you made me feel so welcome. And thank you so much and for Thank doing you this. so much for letting me be here in your beautiful house. Like, um, okay, so. I'm going to uh, move in next door to you in like 10 years. No, you're not. Because guess what? What? You know what I'm going to do to you. I'm going to live here. <laughs> I'm going to be the I'm house gonna, sucker. <laughs> I'm going to throw a sleeping bag over your head. <laughs> tie you up with some rope. Put you in the attic. <laughs> <laughs>